0: Hello, Kelly. I'm supposed to wish you and all your friends a happy anniversary or something. Well, happy anniversary. I hope you're happy now. Oh, Kelly, why did you lose faith? You know, my good friend Jeffrey in New York, rest his soul, he's dead now before that whole Dylan double-cross fiasco had told me about a real estate magnate in New York who was looking for a new wife. <sighs> I should have taken his offer. Except he had a reputation for not paying. So when Dylan came in, I thought, well, okay, we'll go for this one. Because you were special, Kelly but that fellow donald he was really looking for a soulmate, and i thought perhaps you could have been the one he could have been the first lady kelly but uh it wasn't to me i hope you're happy now
1: hey beverly hills 90210 fans are you ready to dive deep episode by episode Storyline by storyline, character by character, as we break down the making of your favorite zip code with your host, Charles (laughs) Charles <laughs>
2: Rogers.
1: Did I say that? Perry
3: thing about the, the, the real person, and we going what? We're getting rid of this guy. Pete
1: Ferrero. And
3: growing up, my like TV crush is Claire Arnold. So I mean, she has to come on the show at this point.
1: Fashion guru Perry. She Sedaton. was like
4: 25 or something, hell? <laughs> she looks so old.
1: Like so many special guests, and all your questions. Live on the Beverly Hills 90210
3: show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, here we are for another week of the Beverly Hills 90210 show. Uh, that was pretty exciting when we had Alan Toy do all that for the super show. Um, and we are being joined by Paige Moss, Tara herself. Woo! Woo! It's so cool to have you here. A long time (laughs) together. I think I started like in June. (laughs) But what's funny is that it kept coming up frequently where people would be like, "Tara, Tara." That's what they're just right. Can we get Tara, please, Tara? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it's uh, exciting to have you. And uh, hey, Jessica. Everybody was super excited to have you back as well. So. You should Thank you. That, that love on uh, Facebook I saw this week. Thank God
2: Jessica's back. I was like, okay. I appreciate it. I just know, Pete, Larry, I really enjoyed watching the episodes that I missed yes. participating in. So keep them coming.
3: We really missed having you on. Perry, it's always good to see you. I understand you voted today, so that's exciting, right?
4: Yes, I did. I'm feeling very proud.
3: Very cool, Larry. I'm more
4: proud to meet Paige Moss. Actually,
3: <laughs> and listen, uh, you know we're doing the show here about uh, Tara and Kelly, so we have Tara. And uh, we were able to all the whole group of us were able to talk to Kelly earlier. So um, Jenny Garth recorded a bunch of things with us and we're going to pop those in uh, through this episode. Uh, Before we get started, I want to talk to you about the Beverly Hills 90210 uh, show shop because we have a lot of great merchandise. So here's a little promo uh, for that.
1: So check it. We have so much new and exciting merchandise over at Beverly Hills 90210showshop.com. You can get your own Peach Pit shirt or Welcome to Beverly Hills shirt. Or, oh my God, check out that classic retro Beverly Hills 90210 shirt. Oh, and for you Claire Arnold fans, (laughs) Pete, you can get yourself a Claire Arnold t-shirt. I mean, we pretty much have everyone and everything covered. From Dylan McKay to Ray Pruitt. I mean, we even have a Roy Randolph shirt. So don't be a squeeze. Head over to Beverly Hills 90210showshop.com and get on it.
3: All right, nice little promo for our show shop. What are you wearing, uh, this week, Larry?
5: You know, I, I love the Roy Randolph shirt, you know,
3: <laughs> I think it's real. I mean, they all think I'm I'm,
5: I'm pumping the uh, the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts, I don't know Roy <laughs> the acting school, that's amazing. Uh, all right, yeah. let's
3: let's let's get into uh, this insane story, uh, uh. Larry, how did this come to be where you said we're gonna do this story where uh, you know Kelly has a stalker? It wasn't a stalker, People okay. Got you got corrected back me on that earlier stalker. as well, Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean
5: there are stalker stories. This was a different this was the wounded bird you take in that then winds up trying to kill you. It's the wounded bird
3: story going okay. bad. So talk me through how you were this- uh, well
5: as Jessica knows, we we had a wonderful storyline in, in season six where we had Kelly Taylor get involved with Colin Robbins and in the living high in Venice and they're on cocaine and and she gets down to a very, very dark place of addiction and uh ends up in rehab where you're really vulnerable and she's trying to get straight. I mean, she made some mistakes and she honestly is trying to get there and we knew now we got to give her another challenge for at least the rest of the show because, you know, eventually we're going to get it back with Brandon in season seven. So what are we going to do? So we kick around some stuff. And, up
2: with a way to torment her.
5: Exactly. What a challenge her. And, and, you know, she's great at victimization, I guess. But, you know, again, we have to, as, as Chuck always says, at this point we're, we're turning out a lot of episodes. But then we had a really, an idea that really tickled us. And that was, uh, you know, that movie Single white. Female. In fact, I remember we screened it. Actually, do uh, you remember this, Jess? No. I wish I could
2: <laughs> say I remember it. I don't. I remember we, the movie, and I remember did. thinking we should steal this, but I don't remember screening. We
5: did. I mean, honestly, we were. That's how we want But but we thought that we could really bring out some good stuff in it, and then was we had to create this character. And uh, I do want to tell where the name comes in because I, I did give name to this character who was named after the weirdest woman i knew i only knew her for about a couple of weeks but this was i was i was hitchhiking with my girlfriend with them my wife this is like 1972 before anyone you know anything was there but and i was researching a play we were i was writing called free ride and i got we got picked up in a van somewhere at you know i was across canada somewhere east of uh Calgary and this gal got in she was kind of good looking or whatever and we wound up riding and really liking her you know what her story was or whatever but at night she was talking to her dead husband oh that was a little troublesome and then we had the UFO encounter with her and it kind of got weirder after that and then the mistake I made because the other thing in this trip was I, I met another guy who a German engineer on the pipeline who was lonely you know and I said, you know what? You should go see this guy. And they wound up <laughs> getting married. Wow. And I don't know what That's happened. The they disappeared from the earth. Because he was trying to get into space. He was really interesting, this guy. <laughs> and she and, had a root. with and, <laughs> Exactly. He was into black magic. Anyway, Tara was her name. And so that was it. At least it driven an image. And then, you know, we auditioned for it. And we found Paige, who, and I tell me if I'm wrong, Paige, but I looked at your IMDb page, and there's no other credits before ours.
6: Yeah, no, it was really theater, and it was you guys, I mean. So
5: God bless, It just, and, and I, was, <laughs> I was saying this earlier, sometimes everything works for you, sometimes your height works for you, the look works for you, and you had it all going, but you were able to deliver a couple of times, because you had to at least audition I think three times for that part, I would think.
6: Oh, uh, it was terrifying, I, it was at least yeah. three times in that huge office, up the elevator, walking in with all of your faces, and spelling was there and it made me shake the most i think i i I memorized it so my hands wouldn't shake when i was holding the paper
5: wow do you remember what the audition scene was
6: oh yeah it's i had to mimic uh kelly um Mm. i had it was one of the ones where i had to like at by the end of it say you know i repeated her lines as if i was her
3: yes i love the answering machine Uh, yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) um Paige, uh, you said you were a fan, a super fan of Beverly Hills 902.0 prior to. Tell me about that, your drinking game and all that stuff that we were just talking about. Uh,
6: we would pick a day, not pick a day, pick a word. And everybody would come over. We'd order pizza. It was usually beer. We weren't big wine drinkers. We were pretty 23, 24. And uh, we'd pick a word. And we'd watch that. And sometimes directly after Melrose Place. And we would just... we had to there was nothing else to do on wednesday night but that it was, a, where, were it was
5: where were you then?
6: Really.
5: where were you where were you where were you at school oh
6: los angeles so yeah. i went to the american academy of dramatic arts hmm. so uh this was like my big job once i got out of there and um i had a roommate full of uh five girls in the house that we all lived together, all actors, all trying to oh, do our no. thing, and uh, tons of fun. North Hollywood, Denny Lane—it was quite the place.
3: Hey, wow. Paige, I'm curious. Did you know what this whole arc was going to be, or did you just know? Were you just given bits and pieces of what this character was going to do?
6: When I signed on, I had no idea. But because I, the audition scene was me saying, "I'm Kelly Taylor." And someone told me that um, Mr. Spelling said that I scared him in the audition, which was one of the reasons I got the job, which I thought was so funny. I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. (laughs) But I didn't know completely, but I did have somewhat of an idea. And then as we before filming got into the wigs and, and, and all of that kind of stuff, I really understood it.
3: Okay, yeah. cool. Well, listen. Like I said, we talked to Jenny Garth a little bit. She joined us uh, as we pre-recorded it with her. She really wanted to come on today to do it live, but just her schedule and all that. So here's uh, a little bit of that uh, conversation.
7: Like that oh. hair. Hi. What's going Hi. on? Now we're all going to try to look like you. I'm going to cover her purple now. Purple. <laughs> uh,
6: when you can't do your roots for six months. You don't have a lot
3: of choices. So <laughs> we couldn't do this. Uh, the story yeah. of Tara and Kelly without Kelly. So uh, we brought Jenny on. Jenny was sweet enough to come on <laughs> and, and chat here for a little bit. Um, well, first off, Paige, how are you doing um, all these years later? How's it all, all going in your world?
6: Good. Twenty six years. I mean, <laughs> it's a long time. Not a long? Oh my god. Yeah, one kid, eight years old. Yay! That's amazing. Yeah trying to figure Halloween out. I want that to be special, but, uh, you know, where are you? Where are you
7: right now? In what city?
6: We live in Los Angeles and we have a home in Palm Springs. So as soon oh, as I the virus hit, we hightailed it out to Palm Springs and I haven't been back because we've just kind of stayed safe and secure in our little bubble.
7: That's yeah. awesome. so great there.
6: Yeah.
3: Jenny, let me start with you. Um, They pitch you that you're going to have a stalker. um, That's super sweet initially. What do you remember about this storyline? You just probably revisited it quickly today. Uh, Mm -hmm. What what do you remember about this?
7: Uh, I remember thinking that was Absurd that Kelly was gonna have a stalker. I don't know, was this like early on or was this like number 10 of the ailments that Kelly had? What was it when? When did I get a stalker before yeah, well, or after well, I
5: was in the cult? It wasn't a stalker so much. It, it, she was coming off, you know, her cocaine addiction and her real bottom. Oh. Right. And, she rehab, and she was in it the was rehab. She was in the rehab. And she was really, yes. If she breaks up with Colin in the first episode that uh, we watched where we introduced Beja, um, all uh, all this in there too. Uh, yeah. So it was kind of more like she's so vulnerable. She's going to take in a stray. And the stray then basically comes back and not stalks her, but becomes her. We used the movie A Single White Female yeah. as our shorthand, basically.
2: It yeah. was so good.
7: I was watching it today, and I, I was like, this is really good TV. Who's <laughs> 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 that cute blonde? Who are those two cute blondes?
5: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, that when she becomes the blonde at the end of, uh, was it? Oh, uh, so good. I, oh, my gosh, that's go. okay. Was
6: that a wig, Tara, or Paige? Yeah, yeah, it was all wigs. But Donna oh. had the best line at the end where she's like, we told you she was weird. <laughs> it was like the best line. Yeah. Wait a second,
5: was that a wig or not? Was
6: Well, it was the well the wig story. The first two episodes were a wig that was really bad. The blonde? All of the producers saw that and were like, we've got to get her a lace front wig. And it shifted to a really nice wig. And then when that came off, that was me. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, so the blonde was you.
6: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, wow. Paige, I'm curious, what was it like working with Jenny all those years ago?
6: Oh, it was great. I mean, I was totally intimidated and terrified to come on because I was such a fan myself. You know, 24 years old, I've been watching it for so long, and it was terrifying.
3: But
7: all good. I
6: hope it wasn't. I hope I eased your fears. Oh, my God. We did great. Yeah. I thought we, we got on super. It's just the
7: first day walking onto that set was, was pretty intimidating. I mean walking onto any set but that's an established show, yeah, yeah. It's and we're all insecure in our own ways, so it's hard. I'm you did the, great. Well, thank you. <laughs> I do
6: know
3: I do notice that like when we do the interviews that people say that it's because they were A lot of times when people come into the show, like in season four or five or six or even three, they're walking into a show that obviously catapulted into some sort of like superstardom. So it is a little bit like intimidating when they first get in, but every single person that comes on here says, you know, the cast was always so welcoming and whatnot. And it's it's uh, you know, it's really cool to to hear that stuff. The Everybody gym-
6: was. We found a group really quickly. And I mean, most of my scenes were with Jenny, so I spent most of my time with her and you know, we just it was good. We just cared about what was happening and rehearsed and tried to get into a groove to make it believable and
3: that's a little bit of what Jenny said earlier. Is it trippy for you guys where you're watching it and you're like, wait, is that now or when is that? Because we're, we're all <laughs> confused for a hot second. But uh Paige, on that note, um work coming in and being intimidated by the by the show because you're a super fan, what was that experience like for you?
6: It was so interesting. And not just the the actors, but the crew was really welcoming and and great. At, at the time, I mean, I don't know, you guys can revisit what was actually going on on set probably better than I can, but there was a little bit of a Tory camp and a little bit of a Jenny camp. Mm. So you kind of, I had no choice. I was a Jenny camp.
5: Had to. Team Jenny. I either. had to
6: work day in, day out with her. And it wasn't mean or weird or anything. There was just, you kind of gravitated to one side for lunch or one side for something. And Jenny was always super welcoming and great to me, but I didn't work with a lot of the other actors. Like a lot of my stuff was just with them or her. So it was, like I said, it was very intimidating, but once I kind of got my groove and knew that I was kind of over on this camp, that's just what I did. You know, I would (laughs) follow her around for lunch maybe or like be over here. So, Tori and I had a few scenes and she was super nice, but we didn't have the same relationship that I had with Jenny just because we didn't work together this much.
3: Yeah. Uh I'm curious, uh, for Perry, we were watching all these outfits play out, right? What did you yeah. think of some of that uh looking at these these episodes?
4: Well, I love Tara's um initial, like well, like sweat like sweater sets, cardigans, yeah. and then yeah. What always stands out to me, what still stands out is when you guys were going to the party at the Walsh House and Jenny or Kelly said, oh, pick out anything in my closet. And you pick out a black dress. And Kelly was like, that's the one I was going to wear. And it was just so funny that that the character of Kelly, it just seems so appropriate. Like, of course, she stuck that in that that's going to be the one that she wore. Like, <laughs> I actually was on terror side for that because you picked out the dress you wanted to wear. Um, and she was like, Great choice! Um, oh, funny. That that really stood out to me.
6: I was super excited to get to wear something other than the kind of flannel, <laughs> so Flan- like-
4: oversized flannels, yeah. a little cardigans, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. Color- and Smith- also- I getting to wear a dress.
3: Yeah, no, she polished up well.
6: was a little upsetting to me, too. I was like, Really, you guys want me to do this? <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, Larry, walk me through some of this. Uh, initially, the, some of the first episodes that we that we see this start playing in, and you know, props to Paige, too because she's like you talked about Jessica uh, before that she's playing two like almost two different characters at some point. You know, it's a very sweet, innocent person at first, right? Yeah.
5: Well, she has you know, again, we, this went over seven episodes. This is a really a long uh, guest star arc. And so we slow played it. I mean, there's, you know, we basically have to lay the hook in here a bit. And Jenny really, uh, in the first episode, we meet Tara. And I, and I think really all she does is we just realize, oh, my God, this. She's, we think Jenny has problems. This girl has much bigger problems. And she's, like, crying. And it's just you're, you're heartbreaking. And you, you just look wretched. It's fantastic. And <laughs> uh, you did a great job there. And all, you know, and Jenny's just kind of, you know, just, it brings out really good things in Jenny because she realizes one of the ways that she can get healthy is by helping someone else, which is, you know, one of the, the AA things, you know, you really start thinking of other people. And so it just starts setting up perfectly in that first episode. Um, yeah. Cause that episode, you basically just had to cry, you know?
2: Yeah.
3: What's your take on that, Jessica?
2: I was really struck uh, at how effective you were as an actress when I rewatched wow. all these episodes you really sold the two sides of her personality and you hooked us and it was, it was terrific. And I, you know, part of the, the fun, as we look back, especially when we don't remember (laughs) is, um, is uh, just enjoying it for the first time as a viewer. And as a viewer, I was really enthralled. I loved it. So I know that uh, what uh, as in the show, you remember we're doing thirty-two episodes, so we're doing double-ups at the same time yeah. that that these episodes are being done. Which meant, and I could see that sort of playing in that by separating Jenny and you, it freed us up to yeah. use other characters elsewhere with another crew, and it was that was it was seamless in this way. And the same thing we had Donna off with Joe. We had Brandon off with Susan, and it it was it was helpful. Uh, the one thing I I remember there's one episode in there when Brandon, when the kids get involved with Joey, and yeah,
5: and coming out, going Nat, well. Nat.
3: yeah, and Nat, Nat and,
2: and Nat, and his girlfriend, and and, and and Joe, yeah, Joan, and Brandon isn't there. And it's explained that he has part of, they have to wait, so he's gonna be in he's a surprise the, he's moment. He's the
5: advance man.
2: So I think that he was, he must not have been there because he was in something else for double ups.
5: Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, so much of the writing was modular like that. We had to do that. You had to, you know, it, this was part of that. So yeah, we had to have a self-contained Kelly plot. But when we first see the character, we're really seeing it through, Jen, through Kelly Taylor's eyes. And so we really want to help this character. I think then the second episode, is when you know she talks to Kelly, and we realize uh, you know Kelly says she's almost raped, and this girl says, "Yeah, that she was having a bad dream." Well, that was my life; I was living on the streets. Right. And we yeah. just think, "Oh my God, this poor, poor wounded." Uh, you know, she has nobody, and so we really set the hook in deep there. and You got the handsome doc, uh, doctor Dr. Greg, doctor yeah. Greg um, there, and you know, it, it, you know, we start you know just laying it, laying it in slow. So that was the first two was. That leap of faith episode. I don't know if you watched the whole thing, Jess, but I was very proud. I
2: watched the whole thing. It was was good.
5: (laughs) It was a sweeps episode where we had a car chase, which is so like L.A. It, 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 during sweeps, they always have car chase. We had a car chase during sweeps on our show. <laughs> Talking about giving them something, you know, teeing up a thing for the, the public VR the, the department. <laughs> I just felt real proud of that. I stupidity. think that's
2: Collins van.
5: I know. I know. It was so great. It worked well. That used to it too, because you're sitting there with Jenny in the in the uh, the rehab, and rehab. she did, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, we got everyone involved like, in that, that story. It, it. Was, it was terrific. That's Colin.
2: Your Colin, you say? Yeah.
3: yeah hey, I- Pay- Sarah wants to know uh, what was the challenging part, I guess, about preparing for your role.
6: Oh gosh, well the writers were so good at at creating this backstory for her, where her parents had abandoned her and she was living on the streets and you know, it's said a couple of times, but the truth is this this little vulnerable person didn't have an address to connect to anyone that she thought might care about her. So she was just completely alone. So it was just trying to figure out how someone like that would want so badly to connect with another human being and have them love them. So I I thought about that a lot. And then it got more challenging when I had to Go into like just obsession, but in the beginning it was just trying to make her relatable to her story and how they had written this poor little girl that shows up and has no one in her life.
3: Yeah, really nice stuff. Uh, Lisa wants to know if you got to uh, keep the cashmere sweater. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, no, I, mean, I was just...
6: trying to think if I kept anything from. I'm not sure that I did. Oh.
3: I kept my chair. There you go. Okay. I got a
6: chair. chair. Yeah. I kept night, my chair. Night.
5: You know, that was a good moment the cashmere sweater again. You know, it's just, you yeah. know, you kind of bonded them a bit, you know. That was, you know, Kelly kind of accept, you know, her kind of bringing her into her world a bit. And the neediness was there. I just think the way you transformed your look then but what's the third episode is coming up, coming out, going out or Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just it, slowly we oh. just realize that she's got to be obsessed with. It. I think the first time we really worry though, it probably is uh, when she says, Oh, yeah, Colin, we should kill him or something like that. She kind of has, has a, we throw yeah. that out like a red herring all of a sudden, we like, Whoa, okay, what was that come from? Yeah. And then, you know, I, I remember, you know, Steve uh, uh, had that whole idea for the photographer thing. And, and this was a couple episodes down the strike the match where we kind of actually going to see yeah. where her suitcase is because we knew we had to have this gun show up. So we had to have that. But <laughs> but Steve said, No, she's going to be, have been a photographer. That was important to him. And, I couldn't remember was Steve a photographer himself? Jess, yeah, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, so that was that was sweet, and uh, and it kind of gave her a little dimension. Maybe there is something here. It kind of again it it helps suspend disbelief just a little bit more as we try to keep it going for seven
3: episodes. So we showed uh, we showed Jenny a couple of scenes here. I'm going to show us showing Jenny the scene.
6: Hey guys, I'm home.
8: Is this pizzazz or what? So, how do you like the new me? How could you do
7: this? Do what? You know exactly what you did, Tara. You sent me to him. I I just told him to make me look as good as you. I don't even want to talk about this. What what did I do? Donna, what did I do? Uh, Maybe we just need a a little time to get used to the new you. (laughs) Love
3: this
2: stuff. Donna's always so...
7: Diplomatic. (laughs)
3: Um, Do you guys remember doing that scene, Jenny? Um, I don't know. It's a long time ago.
7: (laughs) I'm sad to say I don't remember it whatsoever.
6: (laughs) I remember it just because it was, you know, I had to try to look so much like you, the blonde and the thing and coming in. It was somewhat terrifying. Every time I had to try to beat you, those were the scariest scenes for me because I was like, I don't know if I can mimic it or, or get it just right. There's <laughs> yeah. did a great job.
5: There's a scene, there's a scene where she tries to uh, kiss Brandon in the dark room. I'm not sure if you saw that, Jenny, but it's <laughs> it's also a pretty cool scene. Do you have a great Very amount? creepy. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Had, you know Brandon, his reaction's pretty good. She, he walks out and says to Susan, she's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, when you look back, Jenny, I mean, you've done so many things. Where is this rank in the in the the Kelly Taylor crazy scale? I guess? <laughs> oh
7: man, I mean that it has to be right up there. I, I think right up there with the cult.
3: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What we talked about, it's crazy. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was her reaction to that. Uh, Paige, I love that you remember doing all of that stuff, uh, with, with the hair and all that. So what was a wig and what wasn't a wig back to that question?
6: It's so funny. My husband was like, I think you're wrong that you were wigged more than you thought. I had literally almost had a shaved head at the time. Um, My hair was very short, so it was easy for them to wig me, but the brown was completely 100% wigs all the way across. But I had dyed it uh, blonde, but I I think it wasn't quite long enough. So I think the blonde might've been a wig as well.
3: So that's a wig, you're saying that's a wig? Yes? That's a
2: wig. Yeah, interesting. That was the good wig, I think. Yeah, Yeah, oh yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah. We got this amazing German lace wig maker who came in and like molded my head. Like it was incredible.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I remember the bad wig and I remember complaining about it. And I also remember yeah, you did a version mean- that helped you because we knew we were going to have to wig you to make you look like Kelly.
6: Well, and the nice thing too is the the first two episodes in rehab was the the really pointy bad wig and everyone was just like it's gonna go <laughs> and it went like it was it was settled and Oh yeah, nice, no you
5: thought you were full, full of Thorzine, you know, you you oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh Michelle wants to know how was it working with Jason? Uh Larry referred to that scene that you got to do where you uh you know hit on Brandon. <laughs> <laughs>
6: he <laughs> was very gracious After he was super sweet and kind um, and i of course was super excited <laughs> i think that was my second scene with him because i think i had a scene at the party first so uh it was great
3: yeah i saw a question here someone asked Lori, i think uh you know since you were a fan of the show if you had had a crush on any of the uh of the cast members prior to coming on and working on the uh, on the show
6: Definitely, I wish I could have worked with Luke, um, mm. for sure, and probably Jason would be my number
3: two. Got that. So we see a lot more. I'm going to see if I have another scene here that I can show you uh, that maybe we didn't. Well, let's see what the. Let's see what other things that Jenny talked about. She thought that this was somehow the fire episode. I
6: know. <laughs> Yeah.
3: Well, um, okay, let me wait. Was again. there
7: a fire? Was there a fire at all with this storyline? Did you trap no. me
2: with no. the
5: fire? No. We did, we did trap you, <laughs> you in a fire with the lens. <laughs> we I
2: did. We did. So did. that was um, the last in lava. That that was, uh, that
3: was yeah. season five. That was season five. But you yeah. did you were in a fire, yes, and that's so that you have that. Okay,
7: I'm to in flashbacks. Five years from now, when you're on the podcast,
3: <laughs> and you're in season five, you'll be able to cover the fire. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Let me show you this other scene here. I want to pull this one. This is when things go really haywire.
7: They want you to come home.
6: No, they lie. All they have ever done is lie to me. They hate me. <laughs> They're gonna come after me. They're gonna have me locked up. You are so stupid! Just calm down, all right? Listen to me. No. You earned everything. Now you can't you can't ever be my friend. Yes, I can. No. How could you be so ungrateful after everything I did for you? I came on to to Brandon for you. I keep Valerie's car for you. I I got rid of Greg for you. And this is the way you return the favor. Stop it, all right? Just stop.
7: I'm gonna call Dr. Brown because you need to talk to her. Put down the phone.
3: Oh, there's a gun. <laughs> there's the gun. Yep.
6: I've got it. set awesome. the gun
3: up in the last episode before that. Uh, really good stuff. Um, I remember
6: at prime time at that time, we couldn't point the gun directly at Kelly. So I had to hold it straight up. So I remember having to figure out, like, how what am I going to do with this gun? Because I can't point it at anybody. Those were the rules. I just Apparently, you off. can't.
7: Point a gun at anyone or look at anyone in the eyes. So right, those are the two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was really tough
6: acting. Yeah, you know, like.
3: oh, very, boy. very tough set. Very tough set. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Jenny, before you take off here, I want to talk about your podcast. You're going to be doing one of these as well. We kind of alluded to it a couple of times here. Uh, It's going to debut November 9th. We're all super excited for you here. As people that have been doing a 90210 podcast, we wish you so much luck (laughs) on this adventure. Don't ever say Brandon Wall should be president. That will get you some real uh, tough times. (laughs) because You know. All right, good. um, You send me all the Alan Toy, Professor Finley may or may not drink during the episode if you have him on. So, so there's a lot to look forward to. But tell me a little bit about what's come what's to come that the fans can expect.
7: Well, I mean, I don't even know at this point. We have we're we're debuting on November 9th and um, we are getting ready to record it or shoot it or I don't even know how these things work, but um yeah. we're getting ready to do it. Uh, and I'm so excited to just get to hang out with my best friend and reminisce. And I, I, I feel like there's not going to be any topic that's going to be off limits. And I feel like Tori and I have such a tight bond and there's a, you know, we can remember things together in a way that other people can really relate to even though they weren't there somehow. Mm. So I'm, I'm hoping that it just feels really inclusive and, um, that we make people laugh, and who knows, we might, you know, be able to touch on some some topics that are necessary. You know, people want to talk about things that aren't even about the show. That maybe the show just sort of brings up these topics of conversation because there's so many so many storylines, so many things that happen on that show during those ten years that are relevant to people's lives today and what they're going through still today. So I, I hope that we can kind of bring it all full circle.
3: I know we're all excited for their podcast too, right? I mean I think uh, I think it's gonna be awesome. All right, let's look at this other scene too. I want to show you guys this this one this is one I of don't my know
7: with me, it's until I feel like I can't wait anymore. What about you and Greg? I can't wait anymore. <laughs> Are you done with the bathroom? Yeah.
8: I'm Kelly Taylor, and Greg, I can't wait anymore.
3: God, I love that shot. <laughs> yeah, it's the, beginning,
7: uh, the beginning
3: of the year. Yeah, that's for sure. Paige, do you remember doing, having to do some of that stuff, mimicking <laughs> her, looking in the mirror? Yeah, those
6: are serious way. moments for me. For whatever reason, I think just because... I just didn't know if I could capture her. So mimicking her was really important to try and get it right. And then at some point I just gave up and was like, just do it and stop stressing over it <laughs> because okay. you're never going to perfectly mimic her. So it, 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 it did scare me though, some of those mimicking scenes.
3: I'm curious to know um, when the show, when all of this stuff starts to air, are people, are you getting recognized from this performance as Tara?
6: yeah it did it happened a bit um, and you know because the show was so incredibly popular and iconic like at the time you didn't know how iconic it was gonna be but going out and, and getting maybe a little special treatment and I mean we were 24 going a Largo you know in Hollywood and going to bars and all these different places so it, it did start to happen it was so <clears throat>
3: new and overwhelming and fun and, yeah, life-changing. Hey, uh, Larry, and uh, for you or Jessica, um, Claire, our friend Kathleen, is very – she's coming on the show November 11th. Yes, I'm very excited about that. I'm so happy, and I got to meet her and all that. Jessica, we can talk about that. But um, she is on to uh, Tara right from the start, right?
2: she gives oh, yeah, me the,
5: the, the, the juice, yeah. the juice thing. She takes her juice or something. Yeah, I mean, it's the roommate thing. I mean, it, you know, again, we, we had a whole episode we could just kind of do with the discomfort of having someone who's going to be like staying at your couch and how that affects everybody. And it shows Jenny's character of Kelly having to defend this new friend. I mean, you know, which, she, you know, someone needs her and she needs this. And she does a really good job defending her to her friends. I mean, against all odds, as it turns out.
3: Um, and also, Greg is a big part of this storyline, Dr. Yes. Right? Michael so,
5: Deeps, and, and his name is Greg McKean. Yeah, that's
3: right. So, where did you get that name, Larry? And uh, that about- name is uh named after uh,
5: uh you know, in 1961, <laughs> I was part of the state championship relay team, and the second leg was named Roy McKean. I was the third leg, and he died last week. So- oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, sorry,
3: see the actor is alive. The just actor's alive, Michael Beats.
5: But yeah, yeah, we just you know, again, we just make up names and you know, Jess, we this is one of the great joys. that I'll see things and all of a sudden I'll hear my old uh, address, like some, you know, a police call I'll go 22 West Lines Avenue. You know, they'll just be like
2: I got you know. a call the other day from a guy from my my sister's first husband. And I haven't heard from this guy in very, very, very many years, but I had just happened to see an episode in which I used his name. And he revealed what I didn't remember, which is that we, Steve and I, were convinced that he could play a part on the show because he was handsome. And we created a role thinking we'd give it to him. And he said, and I was such a bad actor, I couldn't even play myself. (laughs) (laughs) But but we kept the name. And there I had just heard it, and then he showed up on my phone.
5: That's great. great. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing we do. We always kind of load in our names in the it helps clear them too you know eventually there is a purpose to it you know yeah but but, uh yeah dr greg though was really do you remember working with this guy he was a i guess he's a pretty big soap opera i just looked up his credits he did like a a lot of this uh a lot of soap opera stuff daytime stuff what
3: was it like working with michael or greg page oh we
6: didn't have too much i think i i scared him in the bowling alley when i told him you know kelly's Still vulnerable and could still be doing drugs. And that was pretty much our biggest moment together, but super nice. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, everybody's saying how hot he was. I mean, that's. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <You> then <too. laughs> yeah. even said that. He was so cute, right? Before we came on here. Yeah. yeah she did. Yeah, I mean, one of the other things that we talked about, which was sort of a little bit more, uh, more seriousness, is that, you know, uh, this storyline definitely touches upon mental illness in a big way. And uh, Jenny and Paige kind of talked about that in, uh, in this next clip. Sure. I mean, listen, the reality of this storyline that you guys did is there's, there's a deep mental illness in uh, Tara. Mm -hmm. So while we, you know, we've had some fun talking about this as a, you know, as a a, a single white female storyline, for sure, um, there certainly is some seriousness there. Paige, did you ever feel with this storyline about the mental illness things as that's been coming up in the more recent years that you were a part of something that was way ahead of its time with that storyline?
6: Yeah, absolutely. It was crazy for me. A lot of fan mail came from people that were mentally ill asking what hospital I landed in and how was I getting better? And they, I mean, wow. the character really drew out a lot of people that, again, love 90210 so much that they thought it was real and they they related to her and they they liked having them be represented maybe in a way on television, that they could relate to somebody in that situation.
3: How about you for, for that one, Jenny? Do you feel like this, that we, you kind of alluded to that too, you know, that this the show always kind of, covered these heavy topics. Mental illness is a big part of this topic, um, yeah. whether it was intended to or now we're looking at it with that, that lens. Uh, what's your thoughts on that?
7: I mean, the show was a pioneer in, in talking about topics that no one had been talking about before. And that was one of the things that I was always so, so proud of was that we didn't shy away from sensitive things. We tackled them head on and let these characters live through them. And, and that's how we reached the people was, you know, that connection. And I think that yeah, I mean, mental illness is still something that's so difficult for people to talk about and to to be honest about. But to be able to be a part of something, the way that Paige what brought that character to life and made her so vulnerable and so real and so relatable was really kind of knocked the walls down for people and made it, you know, something that they could they could talk about.
3: That's really awesome. Well, you should be very proud of yourself, Jenny, the work in this this series, uh, this particular storyline is phenomenal, but I can't wait for you to see your work in the early seasons. It blows <laughs> me away every time I see it. I mean, like Jessica referred to the Slumber Party episode, I can't wait for you guys to cover that on your pat- podcast on uh, 902 on OMG on iHeartRadio. So thank you for spending a little bit of time with us. You're uh, so for- welcome. Yeah, I mean, I think that's important to talk about that, you know, you guys are tackling some big issues. Paige, um, you kind of touched on it there. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that?
6: Yeah, I just, to be honest, when the fan mail and things like that would come in, I would just write back and just be honest and, and kind of thank them for writing and thank them for appreciating and recognizing that that is a real thing. The writers put it in. They, the writers did such a good job of letting Tara express every place that got her there, you know, not having parents, living on the streets, turning to drugs and mental illness is more than that. But, but they, they tried to give her a, a well-rounded background as to let viewers understand or relate to where she was at. And I, went on to play so many people with mental illnesses from this one job, like like, something that I really enjoyed doing with all of my research and uh, with other characters that I've played, I've connected a bit to it. So this was the start for me.
5: Well, it, it, you know, it narrows down the competition when you've got one thing you can really deliver strongly. You know?
6: Yeah, and I do. Yeah.
5: I mean, yeah, people yeah, say I stay, in stay in your <laughs> lane, stay in your lane. I thank no, you for
6: that. I mean, no, but
5: seeing how this, uh, you know, in that scene we were just talking about where she kind of tells Greg, uh, you know, you should stay away from Kelly. At that point, we still think she's just trying to help Kelly maybe. You know, it's a little strange, but she's not really dangerous yet. I mean. And so again, we slow played this. We kept going episode by episode, getting through it. And uh, the one that got me the other day was the the, the fish one. I've kind of had to look oh, away, yeah. like I'm touching softly. I don't want to see the fish I don't know she, she
2: bought another. Oh, she bought jar. the
5: other one, so she already when she says, "Well, you can check the jar." Went, oh, this is good. Yeah.
4: Wait, hang on,
3: let me see. I have that. Let's see. It's the
7: end of the fish.
5: The reason she does it is because she wants Kelly's going to need someone to comfort her for this yeah. tragedy. So she basically is purposeful. You know, I, I'd forgotten that part. I was glad about it.
2: Just One of the ones I
6: love that you guys wrote was when they leave the club and Valerie and her kind of get into an argument and I say to her, I hope she dies. And that's the first no. time.
5: Yeah. Die. I didn't like, pick that up.
6: What's happening here? Cause it was so extreme, but so, <laughs>
5: but, but then you key, then you key the car, Val. Died. Yeah,
3: yeah, but that is interesting because there's always like a play with um, with Valerie and Kelly not liking each other, and that's really one of the times that Kelly says, I hate Valerie, you know what I mean? Because what was going on with Colin and all that, so it's yeah. well placed, and then Tara takes it to a whole other level, yeah, me too. I hope she dies, like yeah. wow, <laughs> yeah. well, and Kelly's face is just kind
6: of like, what, and then it just
3: it's done. <laughs> There's also that blowout scene, the blowoff scene where Colin and uh, David get into a fight in the yeah. in the um, in, at the the after dark. Oh
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he thinks that uh, David did it. He, he keyed Val's car.
3: Right, and then yeah. Tara makes that real awkward joke about like, well, we all know why we hate her, like all yeah. of us, right? And it's yeah, just so awkward. The whole
6: time, you know. Yeah.
3: Really, really nice stuff. Uh, Perry, any questions for you on this uh, topic?
4: Um, I don't have a question, but I do have a comment. Perfect. I have always thought of Tara. Obviously, the character has some mental illness. It's very obvious. But I've always viewed her as like a camp icon. Like the way she was written, it felt to me a little bit intentionally over the top which mm. for me is the definition of just campy. And I don't think I was used to seeing that on Beverly Hills, 90210. And I do think there was a little bit of camp there, especially now as an adult watching it back, like the killing of the fish and just, I, I don't know. I thought that was a really clever, little subtle, campy little bit of like a Betty davis esque <laughs> What
6: about a, her outfit, of, her
5: outfit there? Bit, were alpha. it's it terrific there their outfit with a little cap on the backwards and stuff you look so darling there
4: yeah like it just a, just a little campy um which well, I, I gravitate towards things that have have a little bit of, of camp to it a little bit of a wink and not minimizing the mental illness but i think yeah. the camp factor was perfectly executed in the writing and of course page well, your performance you're a camp icon
5: but the, but the score was kind of a little. I, you know, listening to it again for me. The score yes, pushed a little bit, pushed a little bit over the top, maybe. Yeah, uh, I didn't see I who was who was the composer here. I went, Ooh, I wonder if that was my brother who did like you know slasher movies, but I
3: don't think it was. Jessica, uh, what did you have on this? Jessica? I don't think
2: so. What I found interesting about it was that we nine hundred two and did not do a lot of work with villains. We didn't. We tended in the earlier years to uh make situations difficult for our cast but we didn't make flat- out villains and as as we were more challenged to come up with story and as we started to uh, look for danger actual danger to put our characters into villains became more part of the culture and and in uh, in deciding to do this storyline we were creating a character, who was uh, iconic in the world of uh, scary movies? Whether it was single white female or whether it was a a, a, a more old Hollywood kind of choice, yeah. and she, and it made a, a complete tonal shift for us in this way. And I and I loved it. I just thought it was really fun to watch. And it was very interesting that um, I thought the directors and the editors did a good job of deftly switching from this storyline to another that was playing in a different, in a more realistic realm or in a more upbeat realm. Tonal shifts worked in these episodes.
5: Yeah. I mean, driven by the 32 and the double ups, but you know, we should talk about the directors here. Uh, we should list them. Um, Cause there were people that didn't really, we do a lot of work with. There was uh I saw Frank Thackeray did the big hurt, which, you know, we have, we have to talk about the big hurt because that really, that's, that one is really terrific. But for the director was didn't Frank. You write that
2: one? Didn't you write the big I hurt? I did.
5: I didn't remember it, but I said, yes. It was very like good. It. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. it. Then, then once I saw some stuff, went, Oh yeah. I kind of remember, you know, trying to make all that stuff seem realistic and, you know, it sort of works, you know? Um, <laughs> uh, but this guy, Frank Thackeray, was basically, you know, one of Paul's choice. He was a guy who was a cinematographer, basically. And then we had, uh, I think, uh, Charles Correll, who's no longer with us, who was a, you know, a spelling director. There was a Semmel did one of these episodes. David Semmel, you yes. worked with. Do you remember any of the director's uh, page that uh, stood out for you?
6: No, it's funny. I'm sure that I would if I went episode by episode. But The Big Hurt was a big one for me. I was super nervous about it it's just it dealt with such huge topics and I do remember him and like just the suicide and the car and holding the gun and all of those things were intimidating and I think it came together really beautifully and he did a really good job
5: yeah I mean I think the much story much. wise we had you know all the, the hay was the barn we had really played the story through and so it yeah. was ready to you know finally blast off and uh you know, looking at it now, it, it, I, I wonder, though, I, I thought when I saw it, the that there must have been one scene at the end that I wrote that just got dropped out early on in the process. Because it seems like there should have been a last Jenny Tara scene. No. I mean, we just have the scene with the mother and then uh, Brandon says, oh, she can't see any visitors. Yeah. I kind of feel like a rewrite there. Like someone said, no, we can't do the scene. Larry, we can't. We don't have the room. Just write it out. Now, Paul just would have said, no, we we just wrap it up here. (laughs) Interesting.
6: Yeah, I think I kind of always wish, like, you know, hands touching, I'm sorry, some kind of resolve. But, like, just to be Yeah, it it actually
5: had one of my favorite lines. I had forgotten this line. I think I I heard it from a real person who was going to commit suicide, which was – when I, you know, I'm, I don't die, everyone else does.
2: That was a really good line.
5: Yeah, I know. I, I got it from a real, a friend of mine who was, who was going to try to commit suicide. You don't understand. When I die, everybody dies. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. that, that yeah. stuck with me. You know, like like these things do, they stick in our head, people.
3: Yeah. Um, um, do you remember doing some of those physical scenes in that, in that episode with uh, Jenny? And was, was that challenging to do?
6: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just being in the car. Uh, it just it, it was I had to be in such a heavy emotional place that, you know, I kind of wanted to listen to sad music in my bubble and get my head there. But it was very challenging. And like I said, with the gun and all of those things, I think that's the first time I've ever held a gun, <laughs> you know, so like all of those things kind of weigh on to you as a character. And obviously it wasn't the first time Tara had held a gun because it was in her suitcase. It was hers. But for me, no she
5: cocks it really well. I thought she loaded shit, yeah. but you had to clock her. You had to knock her out too, which probably, she probably went out a little bit too quick. I thought there, but I didn't quite have enough coverage there, but you, did you hit her with the gun there? I'm trying to remember though. She, she knocked yeah, her she out.
4: Did. Yeah.
5: Well, that was good. She had a little bit of blood or something there, I think.
4: Yeah. Um,
5: yeah, uh, but no, that's, you know, it's frightening. I mean, the whole thing you had researched, the whole, the tailpipe, the little details that were in there really I sold it, I thought. Yeah, yeah I was ha- pretty happy with, ha- Happy that it happened. And I think the woman playing your mother was actually, you know, its just a day player, but she did a pretty nice job. Uh,
3: Anne wants to know, sorry if this was answered already, were the haircuts based on single white female?
2: No, the story was, but the haircuts weren't because... That was basically the haircut that Jenny was wearing in this season, so just copied her.
3: Yeah, and that was interesting to see Kelly's haircut like that 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 season. And just generally speaking, it was shocking, different. You know.
5: But she she looked so gorgeous. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, the, the beginning of that season when she comes back being a model with Colin. Oh my God, it's, mm. it's just. Amazing. I was
2: also struck, Paige. Um, in the scene with the backwards cap, and when you look at yourself in the mirror,
6: mm-hmm. you
2: really completely had transformed by that time. And I thought one of the coolest things about the makeup and hair and your performance is that it got better and better. You know, you looked more and more like her as time went on. And that, in, in that scene, it got, it, it was like, oh gosh, this girl's really starting to look like her. And it was great. <laughs> You look gorgeous.
6: Huh. <laughs> yes, very gorgeous. Yeah, I mean,
2: you know, you polished up very well. Well,
6: thank you.
3: Uh, um, you also got to do some stuff with Brian. We talked about the um the whole bowling stuff and yeah. you kind of like went on that date with him. Uh, what was that like working with Brian?
6: Brian had been on the show for such a long time that it was it, it wasn't like he was overly concerned about how the scene would play out. He was like, "We've got this we're good, you know. Where I was new and I was so nervous, and he was like, We're okay, we didn't, he, I would want to rehearse it maybe. And he's like, We're gut-painting, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Ah, but um, super, super nice again. Like, I didn't have as much time with him, but it was like I said, the casts were great, yeah, I that's awesome. Up
3: uh magda says that Paige has beautiful eyes when you get that close-up looking out the window so that's a nice compliment um
5: yeah, oh, yeah we have all the looking at watching kelly kiss you know gray i mean again, I we, you know, all that kind of stuff you know again gets through another episode just keep slow playing this thing what's going to happen and and again it is it is a, th- a thing with the double ups or right? the way our shooting schedule was, we just needed this kind of self-contained storyline you know and it's good. It's a good way to well, tell the story.
6: Tara got some of the best last looks. Like if you go back and watch, like the scene would always end up me spying or end on me. Like I got a lot <laughs> of the best like last moments in the scene where I could comment on Kelly in some way.
5: That's a big deal, you know, getting yeah. the last scene there. Believe me, that's what's going to get scored to, and uh, that's so uh, yeah, that's what because you were holding the thing. I mean, it was really amazing, you know. So you were twenty-four years old there, yeah, and so. Did you continue, so did, when the episodes came on, did you watch them with your whole, your, 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 your little oh, family? yeah,
6: my entire, from Texas, my sister, her husband flew out. I got to take them to the Peach Pit. <laughs> their head exploded. <laughs>
7: literally
6: <laughs> that's what on set and everybody, I think Nate was working and prepping and doing, it was like they their head literally exploded. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was very memorable for my family. It wasn't just me that was a super fan. So they That's got on a plane, came to the set, and were there just because they didn't care that I was working on it. They needed to go to the peach Fed. That's, That's amazing. So great.
3: That's very cool. Um, well, we all looked at these, uh, these a bunch of episodes. I'm going to ask you all, we usually uh, always ask this, uh, did, did do the episodes still stand up for you? Uh, we're looking at these 26 years later. La- Larry, we'll start with you.
5: Well, I you know, I... Actually, spread it out, and I watched them all from from the beginning to the end. So I want. I think I'm going to have to come back to them anyway. So, and uh, there were some I thought, I felt that could have been better, but some I just was knocked out. I was knocked out on this storyline because it just served a lot of purpose for us in, in in Kelly's state of mind and what we needed to do for the character to get her get her all the way down and vulnerable, and and meanwhile, you know, play the whole Colin thing, which was going to end up, uh, you know, at the end of that season with him. You know, jump and bail, which is going to be crazy. I mean, I, I was really taken with Jason Wilde's work. Uh, did you did you see any of it, just, uh Yes, he I, really what, is good.
2: What I was, uh, what I I thought I was going to sit down and just watch the page scenes, and I would get hooked, and I would keep watching what else, the other stuff that was going on. But I, I mean, I always liked Colin. I thought he was a terrific character, and I. I think he did a really really good job and I found myself feeling for him when the judge doesn't let him off and is oh, going to send him to jail terrible. for 2 years and I felt for um for Tiffany for Valerie um she was actually <laughs> being kind to him and uh, there was, she was not play acting she wasn't wasn't the uh evil manipulative Valerie this was the good Val yeah um, I, I, yeah, she's doing
5: it just to get back at Kelly, probably, but yeah,
2: well, but no, but
5: I, it's he did really good work that stood out the stuff that didn't, and again, it was a factor of the double ups. For some of them, there were two episodes, there was like the the snow episode where the kids get stuck in the snow, it's <laughs> kind of is off the wall a little bit with the two Marys, but stuff. didn't then we, then we do another one? Oh, there's an episode which Claire looks in uh smashed, which is absolutely ridiculous. So the kabuki like face, uh she hair. Well, Thank I God was
3: how adorable she looked in the the snow bunny outfit. That's where oh, I was right. gonna go with oh, okay. that. Okay, well she looked great in that.
5: that yeah. So much, but then we do the same episode again with the camping with the Canadian yeah. girls. I went, oh
3: Right. Just kind of got uh, away from us a little bit there, you know. Alicia wants to know, and I'm going to ask you guys, too, about whether it still holds up, but uh, for Paige, did you continue watching the show after your stint on the show? I think that's a good question. Thank you for that.
6: Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. did. Well,
3: we could have brought you back. You, we brought you back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
5: either. But
6: but I, mean, I didn't die. I if we like, were
5: there, we could have brought you back. for you know yeah. season, If they were smart in season eight and ten, they would have brought you back, you know? Definitely. Yeah.
3: Uh, what about you, Paige? You watched all these episodes uh, for the first time in a long time. What do they, do they still hold up to you?
6: Yeah, I mean, there's always moments where I'm like, oh, I kind of, I, I overdid that scene. Or, oh, I wish I could have been more subtle or anything like that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I loved it. And I tried to get my daughter to watch. She was eight. She tuned out real quick. <laughs> it's too weird to see mom be crazy, and she was not having it. So I, I didn't funny. put her through that again, but I tried.
3: Uh, Mary B. wants to know, you kind of said that you kept your chair. Did you keep any other souvenirs from the set?
6: Just my chair, and That's I still it. have it, Yeah.
3: And Perry, what about you? Do you think the episodes all still... uh, You told Jenny, I didn't play this, but you told her this is your second favorite uh, story. So do you think these episodes uh, still hold up?
4: Yeah, this is my second favorite arc um, of all the seasons, the the Terra arc, for sure. Um, Do I think they hold up? I mean, I kind of answered that before in that watching it back as an adult, I see the campiness dialed up a little bit. So hold up, I mean are they just as entertaining? Yes, I actually think they're more entertaining now than they were when I was watching it in real time because I was younger and I was more wide-eyed and I believed everything more. So now watching it, I sort of can watch it with a little bit of a skeptical eye and understand the campiness. Um, but one thing that really did to echo Larry and Jessica that really did hold up for me was Colin's performance, his fear, um, mm-hmm. the fear of, of going to jail throughout the whole sort of Tara arc. Um, there's a line that always stuck with me about when he tells Valerie, like, you and your friends are going to be eating chopped salads, and I'm going to be, like, picking yeah, the out of can. my food. That yeah. has always stuck with me. His fear, I was always up and down on the character of Colin, but that particular that particular performance, that line, that scene, always stuck with me. And, and his fear really, it made me scared of jail. <laughs> it made me not want to go to jail.
3: <laughs> Ever, right. Ever. <laughs> and we did famous. our job.
4: You did. I mean, yeah, I thought right. he was. I thought he was really exceptional in a lot of yeah. those scenes, and of course, yeah. page too. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. You're, you were phenomenal, page. And, and
5: also, uh, uh, you know what I noticed also in the big hurt, the introduction introduction of Prince Carl, who was fantastic, yeah, was. so charming. We we had the you know we had the pleasure of hanging out with him when when we did the uh, uh, you say it's your birthday stuff, and he was great. He, he really came in there, and uh, that was fun. And um, yeah, it was good stuff. I had forgotten that.
3: Listen, Paige, I mean, all about gratitude these days. I have to tell you, uh, the work that you did in these episodes is just absolutely incredible. I mean, we're still talking about it to this day. Like I said, when we finally got you to come on the show, everybody was super excited to see you and to hear about your take on all this. Hold on a a second.
2: (laughs)
5: Why was it so hard to get you on the show? (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
6: has anyone seen The Social Dilemma? Like I turned my phone off, I turned Facebook off, I turned Instagram off, and I just took a break from it during this Not weird ever. time Not that we're
5: was. in. That's, that's, and
6: then, as I slowly started coming back, Peter was like on Instagram saying, "Hey, where, are you? where no, are you?" No, I,
5: I actually, I, I actually mailed her a letter. I found her address on the internet and I mailed. Did you ever get the letter I sent you?
6: I, I did. She okay. never
5: never responded. Then never I found a kind of an agent, a representative, maybe maybe like an art representative. <laughs> I, had, yeah. I had a correspondence with her, you know all through June and into July, uh, and I was always close out. to get paid, and, and and we just kept thinking, why is not she running? Like maybe she's That's just saying no.
6: But it was kind yeah, of like always like a sure.
5: kind of a yes. But then anyway, I'm so glad to have you. It's yeah. just so really I couldn't
6: be more grateful that you asked me to be a part of it. Oh, so we're exactly. thrilled.
3: Hey, I want to shout out our friend, uh, Sherry Rice, who's teen sure. drama or she's doing a blog again. She's bringing that back. She said, old oh, flash and snail mail. Love it. But, uh, make sure you try to find her. Sherry, if I knew what to link, I would link it, but we'll do it on, uh, we'll do it on Facebook for you. Uh, this has been a lot of fun guys having you all on, um, I'm going to bring Melanie Rose on here in a second. We're going to Larry, her and I are going to preview what we're going to cover Hi. on uh our news show that we've been doing on Friday. But I want to Hi. say goodbye to these to Jessica and Perry and Paige. Thank you all for you, oh, thank you guys. It was a pleasure.
2: Hi everybody. Thanks for having me. It was great.
3: Yes, yes it was great to see, see you. All Bye. right. We're going to say goodbye. Bye Perry. You. To them, and I'm gonna say hello to Melanie. Okay, hello, Melanie. Of, okay, a lot do of I moving parts when you have to move people on and off. I thought All that right. episode was absolutely great. It was great to see Paige. I thought she's just so so fantastic in this uh this entire thing. Uh Melanie, how's everything with you? I just want to let you know, Melanie, you mm-hmm. are on mute. So yeah, yeah, that would probably that. help, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Melanie, so far, what's going on in the week that we are going to cover for Friday? What, 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 What's happening?
8: Well, uh, I don't know if you watched last night, but Entertainment Tonight had the interview with uh, Sarah Michelle Geller interviewing Shannon Doherty. Um, it was really wonderful. Uh, the way they did it was great. It was nice because they're really close friends. And it, it really brought up a lot of emotions about what Shannon's going through. Uh, So we'll talk about that. I think that'll be a good thing to cover. Um, And then, of course, it's a busy week with Halloween and with voting, so our social sweep this week will feature, you know, a lot of the cast members, what they're posting for uh, encouraging people to get out there to vote, um, along with any of the fun Halloween stuff. Um, I've noticed Tori's had a few uh, fun Halloween posts up on Instagram, so we'll get to those. And a yeah. um, couple other things. And, and you know, it's only Wednesday. So we've still got two days for some other stories to shake out. And uh, if I know 90210, it will be in the news. And uh, we'll hey, also- Did you see,
3: by today. the way, I mean, we'll talk about this on, uh, but Beth says that interview was amazing. I hope you're referring to our interview with Paige Moss. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's talking about the Shannon interview. But um, no, uh, what, what was I going to, I just threw myself off. I just totally threw myself off with that. Uh, but uh, I was going to say there was there was um, a whole bunch of things that were oh, on our show just before with uh, yeah, Jenny. Big news,
5: Jenny Garth popping into the show to reunite with uh, Paige Moss. That's
3: also the Tara also and that Karen Karen
5: Kelly reunion, the Tara and Kelly reunion.
3: <laughs> our friend Peter Goldworthy says you've got my favorite hat on. Uh I'm trying
5: to get it off for Peter. He lives in Australia. I'm trying to help him out here. Yeah, uh, then, this, this is my newsman feel- look. It's not quite right. I love
3: it. Uh, J, my Dodgers just for on that note as well. Congratulations actually the Dodgers for Chuck, yeah, good for them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, none of us are you know, we're all in the same camp.
5: No, but Chuck is very, it's very, very exciting, very
8: happy for Charles. People in
5: LA. And also, yes. they did not torch the town, they did not burn the town down last night. They celebrated with lots of fireworks all over, but that was it. Nothing
3: bad happened.
1: Very, um, also
3: fun. want to say how stunning Jenny Garth still is to this day. I just cannot believe what she Ooh, came on yeah. screen. I was like, I was a little and, bit like. Whew, like wow. Okay. Well, so
5: pages lovely. Is right. yeah. I
3: mean, yeah. And that and that Andy Warhol,
5: I've never seen a flowers as a subject. That's so unusual. I can't wait to look it up.
3: Now, listen, next week, uh, we're not gonna be live. We're gonna do a pre-recorded because everything that's going on with the election is gonna be what it's going to be. Uh and so we're gonna on uh Sunday, Chuck and Larry and I are recording a election themed episode we're going to look at the season two election and then we're also going to look at the season five election and we're going to kind of compare and contrast uh we'll try to get some special guests to pop in for that as well uh so that will but that will air uh, i think either monday or tuesday before the election we're going to try to drop that beforehand uh, and then we're back on November 11th with Kathleen Robertson live.
6: Claire, Claire, Claire,
5: thank you guys for this. No, I um, think we got,
3: Pete. I think we got to make up that that
5: t-shirt, which is sex, rock, and really decent literature. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's I, <laughs> I think it's yeah. easier to hold on to sex, rock, and really decent literature. That's yeah. that, that's thing. <laughs> I love that. That's definitely um, one of
3: the cute. ones we're going to cover too. Yeah,
5: but uh, yeah, she's uh, that's exciting. Very so cool. Melanie
3: will have fun. Good seeing you guys yeah. and uh, me and Melanie will be back on Friday and then Monday we're going to drop this uh, election episode and then uh, we'll keep you posted as all things are happening. So just uh, you know, stay tuned and uh, whatnot on all things Beverly Hills 90210 show. All right, guys, thanks for this. See you next all right. week. See you all guys, right. Bye. bye.